I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with this. We're obsessed with you, so get obsessed with us. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Obsessed. Woo, that right there is Ariana. And that's Jeff. And today we have a not-so-great topic, but the (laughs) Jamie Lynn Spears and Britney Spears uh, seemingly never-ending saga. I was about to say, this is a never-ending saga. I mean, there will be... (laughs) Hopefully an end to it one day, a happy ending, but we're very much in the middle of it. Ending the conservatorship um, back in the fall was only the beginning of this, like, new journey, challenge, like, new, you know, all these new obstacles that Britney has to overcome in order to fully regain her freedom and her life back, essentially. Exactly. And just when you think... You've heard enough. Enough has come out. There's uh, there's a lot of back and forth. How could there possibly be any more? There's more. <laughs> so we wanted to, of course, uh, break it down um, and share that with all of you lovely listeners. Because in the past, we did a deep dive on Britney's conservatorship and had an awesome episode. And you all seem to really love um, those details. So we're back again. We'll be following this super closely. Right. And just actually, I just want to um, add one thing to that. So Ari and I recorded an episode about Britney's conservatorship, like way before like the free Mm -hmm. Britney movement really picked up and gained traction. Um, And now we're kind of on the other side of that. Like Britney does that. So the the conservatorship did dissolve. Most of you already know that. Um, So now we're just kind of going to dive into the aftermath and kind of what's been happening with her, her very own flesh and blood, Miss Jamie Lynn. (laughs) It is, it is very upsetting. Poor Britney, right? You think that she would be able to, to begin her new life post-conservatorship and enjoy it. And it just, oh gosh, there's just so much. But I guess when you're that famous, there's always going to be a shit ton of stuff that happens. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Okay. I'll let you, so, I'll sorry, let you continue. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go, 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 go. No, I just want to dive in because I feel like we have a lot to say and we're, we're keeping this as a mini-sode so, because, again, yes. it is evolving and we don't want to. We're not, of course... Um, Choosing size, even though I think it's very clear who we're all exciting with. <laughs> um, but there will definitely be more to come. Uh, so we don't want to do another hour long episode about this when we may have like five more in the future. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you, you have all seen a lot of this on social media, but um, we, we're, we're going to break it down for you in case you haven't. Exactly. And like literally my sister earlier this week was like, can you just summarize um, what's going on with Brittany and Jamie now? Because I like am bouncing around. I don't have time to read all of the Instagram posts and watch all of the interviews. And I was like, oh, yes, duh. We need to cover this on Obsessed. <laughs> Who better than Jeff and I? Also, there is always time to read about Britney Spears. I know. Let me just throw that out there. <laughs> Andy, we love you. But like this is very important to make sure you're mm-hmm. on top of. So. Just take a sick day and just catch up on everything. (laughs) If there's any current event you should be paying attention to, it's what's going on with Britney Spears. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm going to jump into um, like the order of events because a lot has unfolded within the last week or so, Uh, two weeks by the time everyone's listening to this. Um, So let's get it started. So everything pretty much popped off (laughs) the week of uh, January 16th. Um, right? Oh, yeah, uh, yes. or January? It was. It was. It was 
Um, we're in January. <laughs> <laughs> I know Ari has February on here, but that's that, that's the future. <laughs> Guys, I'm losing my mind. I'm also okay, isolating. Well, so for for some context, let me let's just go back a little bit further. So Jamie Lynn Spears um, just released a uh, a tell all book from her perspective with like everything that she experienced during Britney's conservatorship and it's called All the Things I Should Have Said. So she's been going on kind of like a book tour. Um, yeah. So kind of what Ari just mentioned. Uh, so she started going on all these different talk shows to talk about her side of the story. Exactly. It is her memoir. Um, a very interesting time, I think, to drop the memoir. Yeah, a little, uh, a little tone deaf, for sure. A little tone deaf, which we will touch on. But yes, as Jeff mentioned, she had this new memoir. And of course, like anyone does with books, they go around and they're like, hey, this thing is happening. Um, and her first public appearance for not only the memoir, but post-conservatorship for Britney um, was on Good Morning America earlier this week. I believe it was um, Tuesday morning, uh, January 17th. So Jamie Lynn goes on Good Morning America and everything just starts to pop off online on social media because of, of course, what she's sharing from her new memoir. The memoir officially dropped on um, January 18th. So by that point, only people close to her, um, or of course, I'm, I'm sure some edit folks and, and, and reporters and stuff got insight into what the memoir was going to touch on and be about. But it wasn't until she was on Good Morning America that the general public like started to really understand where this was going to go and what her side of the story was. So Jamie Lynn does that interview. Then she same day goes on the call her daddy podcast um, and does another like over hour long uh, deep dive into the memoir and what her experiences were like growing up and her like view on the conservatorship and her relationship with Britney. So there's a lot at once. Um, then what ends up happening shortly after that <laughs> is I'm sure everyone has seen this um, is Brittany takes to Instagram, which she, she usually does. And she posted a carousel of comments um, in regards to what Jamie Lynn had come out and said. Now there's a lot that Brittany touches on and there are just so many things to say about this post. So, Jeff, are we cool if if we get into the post itself? Um, yes. The the very there, there were a couple different posts, <laughs> but um, there were. But, but I'm talking it, about the first one where she dropped my personal favorite line, um, which was, <laughs> and I quote. Jamie Lynn, I wasn't strong enough to do what I should have done. Slapped you and Mama right across your fucking faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, can I can I say like, okay, I'm I might be one of the few people that have been reacting this way. Like when I'm seeing Brittany respond to Jamie's interviews with these posts, like I'm not like I know everyone's like, yeah, Brittany, like pop off, like. You, you know, tell her she was boss or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, for me, hearing Brittany like talk about her sister, and again, like we don't know. Like the obviously her dad Jamie's a piece of shit. Like her mom didn't do enough to help end the conservatorship. But Jamie Lynn was she was like fifteen when Brittany was under the conservatorship, and like 
it's just really sad to me because you know we, you and I both have siblings, and like imagine how horrible they must have treated you, or like the horrible things that must have gone on that you would ever say this to like your family. Like to to me, like whether it's warranted or not, it is just such a sad thing. And it's like, it's heartbreaking almost. Um, I know. I mean, I, I mean, I completely agree. And like I said, that was, that was my favorite line because I was just utterly taken aback by that line existing there. It's very unlike Brittany, but we're also, we've been seeing for the last few months since her conservatorship has ended, um, her really kind of opening up and like being honest for the first time. And there's no doubt that the posts that she has put up on Twitter and Instagram the last few months are her words. And there are even people with the latest posts in regards to Jamie Lynn, there are even people who were like, is she all right? Brittany, like the way that she's even typing, the words that she's using. And I have like two things to say about that because that also makes me feel really bad that people are are continuously um, questioning her like mental state based off of how she types. And one is like, again, everyone needs to remember that she was under this conservatorship and unable to like voice her own opinion and like post on behalf of herself for a very long time. So I do feel like part of it is that she's kind of stuck in this, um, 10, 15 year uh, past worlds where like people actually did kind of type and speak like this. Also, so, she's from Kentwood, Louisiana. Exactly. Didn't have a proper education, you know? So these are all reasons. If you grew up that way, you would also be typing like her, especially when you're angry and you just want to get your words out and you're not like yeah. going to spell check and, you know, grammar correct and everything. So like I, I totally, when I look at that, I'm like, okay, Brittany's very upset. Like I'm not like judging her for her you know, uh, grammar or absurdities or like overuse of emojis. Like she's just trying to speak her, her voice. Or right, her and voice like referring heard. to her mom as mama. Like that's what, the, that's what both her and Jamie Lynn say. So, For sure, and, yeah. and, and she's from the South. And, and um, relating to that, Jeff, I literally saw on TikTok, like, a dramatic read of her post from someone who is from Louisiana. Cause she was like the, the TikToker was like anyone from the South reading this. Like it makes absolute perfect sense. Like this Wait, is Ari, also I saw, how I saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too. Cause it was, and like the way when she read it, it was like, Oh, like I could, I hear if someone were to say that out loud, like Brittany's typing as if she's speaking out loud. Like you yes. and I don't, type the way we speak, but Brittany, I feel like she does do that. <laughs> she does. She does for a multitude of reasons, but, but yeah, so I want to, I'm glad that we're pointing that out as well, because I also was like, do not use that as a basis to not, uh, even hear Brittany's side or like trust her. Although I will argue that majority of people, um, from, from what I've seen on social media are, in support of Britney and I don't I agree with you Jeff like it is upsetting and disheartening to even see this divide in the family and that it would be either like team Jamie or team Britney but there are a lot of uh, comments based off of the things that Jamie has said and some accusations she's made um, that I would like to get into yes so let's, let's do it okay so First things first, in Britney's multitude of posts, um, she has accused Jamie of lying in her memoir. Uh, 
Brittany said, and I quote, please, please stop at all these crazy lies for the, for the Hollywood books. Now and only now do I... Now, sorry, please, please. <laughs> I'm like trying to read, I'm like talking about trust Brittany. I'm trying to read her quoting it and it's, it's difficult. So please, please stop with all these crazy lies for the Hollywood books. Now and only now do I know only a scum person who would make up such things about someone. That's what she's saying about her sister. So yeah. that's terrible. So we have Brittany calling Jamie Lynn out saying you literally You're made up fucking lies like they're lies and then um actually a ex Zoe 101 co-star of Jamie Lynn's came out and also accused Jamie of lying in her memoir um so in the memoir, um, Jamie alleged that her former co-star on Zoe 101, Alexa Nicholas, um, who, like, if you just look her up, if you see a picture, you'll remember it, obviously, if you watch, watched Zoe 101. Did she play Quinn, the one with the glasses? I feel like that's, or maybe maybe not. No, it wasn't Quinn. It was another girl, because I love Quinn. Got um, it. And I, like, remember her, but she wasn't on the, the she wasn't in every season, Jeff. Oh, okay. She was in it early days. Just remember how, like, also the other tan co-star with the big curly hair was only on it for the first season, and then she got replaced for Victoria Justice? Yes, yes. yes. I do remember. Okay. Yeah. So there were some people in the earlier season. Wow, I'm, like, a Zoe 101, like, obsessed I know, I know. I'm, a, I'm a huge stand for Zoe 101. <laughs> no, I am, too. Like, when, when all of this came out this week, of course I'm reading it, and then I'm in the back of my head, like, ooh. I know I see him standing here. And I'm like, I need to stop. <laughs> so, Jamie okay. re-recorded that song like last year and it she it, it, it's like more upbeat. It's definitely more dancey. It, I actually love it. It was like in my top like 20 most played songs of like 2020 or something like that. <laughs> How did you not hear that? It made you like I'll, Spotify I'll send it to you. It is a bop. A bop. I, I mean, I fucking love that song, so yeah. I'm sure I'll be obsessed with it. Um, <laughs> okay, so anyway, in the memoir, Jamie um, alleges that this co-star from Zoe 101 used to make up rumors about her on set. And the Alexa, the co-star now, uh, nope, not not my <laughs> Alexa. Oh, God, I have to whisper. She's listening to me. Oh, my um, <laughs> This co-star um, took to social media with the, the hype of the memoir and said, and I'm quoting her, um, so I got a lot of messages about Jamie Lynn Spears' new book, and I'm pretty surprised to see her lying up a storm in there. Nothing that she said in her book about me actually happened. I wish I could go back in time and tell my 12-year-old self that you are extremely lucky to not have a friend like her. You are way better off without her. You don't need toxic people in your life like that, and you deserve better. So... That's not great. That's not looking no. great for Jamie Lynn. Now she has, of course, her sister who you could you could argue, like, if it is true, of course you try to, to, to shut someone up if they're spreading the truth, but also someone who has endured so much like Brittany um, and just wants to live, like, a free, fun life seems a little out of character for her to be calling her own sister um, a flat-out liar. Right. So... Jamie has a few people against her right now that are not coming out of the woodwork saying this. They, like, knew her and lived these experiences as well. Um, so, 
Interesting. Interesting. Then, just to wrap up the timeline as we know it, um, memoir releases after a lot of the interviews and posts online. It officially releases on um, January 18th. Anyone can go get it now. Um, I don't know if I want to purchase it, but I am very curious. I think I'll probably just watch other people talk about it and read about it (laughs) as opposed to the memoir itself. Um, And then... What happened on January 19th was Britney's lawyers sent a cease and desist to Jamie Lynn, which I think, honestly, Jeff, like, is the most upsetting piece of this. Like, when legal action is taken on um, anyone in someone's family, especially a sister, like, you're officially feuding. Yeah. And I wonder, because, like, like, even looking here, uh, Rosengart was saying that the book was ill-timed and, and uh, created misleading and outrageous claims about Britney. Um, I, I really think, like, whether or not these accusations, or the, not even accusations, but the things that she said in this book are true, I really think Jamie should have waited until Britney had the, has the opportunity to go on some, like, tell-all, like, Oprah special interview so that she could share her side of the story. Because right now, like, everyone else is, is telling Britney's story for her. That's not their story to tell. It's Britney's. And I know that Jamie grew up with Britney, but, you know, it, it's, there's that, like, gray area with, like, is she saying, is, is this book about Jamie Lynn, or is she actually just, like, speaking... And defending herself that she wasn't responsible for anything that happened to Britney. So yeah, and, and I mean, yeah. I completely agree. Like I, Britney's lawyers, as you said, said it was ill-timed, and I think that's the perfect word to describe it. Like on one hand, of course, it couldn't have been easy being Jamie Lynn growing up in the shadow of her older sister Britney, who was ten years older, um, and enduring and seeing a lot of that as a young child and not knowing how to make sense of any of it. Um, but then, you know, being held responsible to a degree. So I like I empathize, but I also just like don't see how she and whoever works on her team couldn't like hold this off for longer and couldn't see how it was ill-timed like your sister just came out of one of the most traumatic things that could ever happen to someone um and you think it's the appropriate time to share your side of the story it's almost like you're she's uh, immediately on the defense, which is interesting because right. it's not like other than other than the comments that Brittany had made during her fight, her battle with the conservatorship back in the summer. Um, other than calling out her like sister in a way where she was like, "Oh, I got no help" and things like that, it's not like she came for Jamie Lynn. So for Jamie Lynn's uh, like first comment on all, any of it is to be like, hey, I have a memoir by the way, and in it I'm saying some things about these people, but like, I want everyone to know that I still love them very much. I find really interesting. Yeah, and and it's funny how like she wants like Britney to have her privacy and um, but yeah, she's putting all this personal information out there. So it's like what, exactly. what are you trying to do, Jamie Lynn? You exactly. Know, like you're, and it, it doesn't make, it do, a lot of things don't add up. Right. And literally in her interview on the the Call Her Daddy podcast, Jamie said, it's not my place to speak on what what someone else is dealing with or how they're dealing with it, but I am allowed to say how things affect me and they did affect me and that shouldn't be diminished. 
so she's saying this, but she's not, she's taking away her sister's opportunity to share her story and what really happened, which so many people still, of course, want to know about. Um, so it's kind of like, uh, you're not really like following your own logic there. And it's a little, it's a little, uh, seemingly right now comes off a little victim e. Like, she's playing the victim. Like, I totally don't want to do this to anyone else and rid them of their story. But, like, mine matters. And everyone needs to hear it, like, right now before anything else can come out about me. Right. And I'm like, okay. So, because I listened to the the Call Her Daddy interviews, both of them. There there was a a follow-up that that was, like, just released. Um, And it's... Like, Jamie Lynn is just in such a terrible position, and I, I almost think it would be better if she just stayed silent until Brittany had a chance to, to, to tell her side of the story and, um, you know, things were a little bit more settled. But I know that Jamie Lynn and her husband and her kids, they're all getting, like, death threats and everything. And so, like, that I do not obviously would ever condone or, like, support at all. I think, you know, she has a family. She has she has a kid. I, more than one kid. I'm not really sure. I think I know yeah, she, she just has two. Maddie. She has two, um, and so in the in the second uh, in the follow up interview on the Call Her Daddy podcast, Jamie Lynn literally like reads these text messages that like she had between she and Brittany, and mm-hmm. and the the host of the, the podcast was like, people need proof to know like if you've been if you were trying to help her in this, and then because you know people were kind of against Jamie Lynn because there was no proof that she had she tried to help and then Jamie Lynn then read text messages that I mean sort of served as proof that she like attempted to reach out and then she got shit for reading the text messages so I, I really think that she's in a position where no matter what she does she will lose and the best thing for her is to like really just remain silent and and I I don't like again this this whole situation saddens me and I'm like heartbroken and but like seeing she and Brittany both like post these like long messages on social media for the entire world to see they're like just airing out their like dirty laundry in front of everyone like it's just really sad to see that like these are really personal things that you know should be should happen behind closed doors but because Jamie Lynn opened the door with her memoir Mm -hmm. like it already like like destroyed that like that barrier of privacy and protection. So I don't really know. I'm honestly when when you want when you actually brought up this topic to talk about it, I was like, to be honest, I don't really know what I'm feeling. Like things are everyday things are still coming out and like I just don't know what's gonna happen. Like I don't really know what's happening right now. It's just it's it's like it's sad. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I mean I agree too because also like the way I initially read it was the whole situation was someone who has their own interest in mind and not that of their sibling who has endured so much. Um, and when I think about it more, I'm like, but Jamie Lynn's whole thing growing up was that her life was not her own. It literally was in service of Brittany. So, she may very well, and I'm sure this aligns with her own logic, like think that this is the only time that I'm taking my life into my own hands and I'm not, I'm not um, uh, holding back 
just to make sure that I protect my sister or just because she's going through whatever. Because literally my whole life was not dealing with stuff or telling anyone about things because of her. So, and I agree though, like no matter how you slice it, no matter what she does, her next move now is not going to be welcomed. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. And yes. And also, I I also think about like Brittany's brother, Brian, her older Mm -hmm. brother, like no one's coming for him. He like Jamie Lynn was. Yeah, she was 15 when Brittany was put under the conservatorship, 15 or 16. And but like, where was her brother, Brian? Like why he he actually was an adult who whose voice does carry more weight in these situations. So I think the whole family is like. I feel really just awful talking about other people's families, but I think the dynamic was so like fucked up <laughs> that yeah. it's like, it's like a loss for everyone in that family. And like, it, it just, it's horrible that like, you know, we, we grew up thinking Brittany was the American dream. Like, like girls and, and gays like wanted to, to be her mm-hmm. <laughs> and like guys wanted to like be with her and like, Everyone wanted to just be, do what Britney was doing, and but behind closed doors, like things were falling apart left and right, and yeah, things are still falling apart. I mean, she's heading in the right direction, but you know, it's a long, long road ahead. Exactly, and yeah, I mean, it, I'm sure it was extremely difficult for for all of them. Like their behind closed doors, their life was a alcoholic father who you know, randomly decided he was going to be present and then most times wasn't. Um, A mother who was still so infatuated and in love with this person um, and made some poor decisions because of that. And Brittany, who is living this, like, insane life and has no one to actually support her or show her the way. And then a sister, She has no trust in anyone. (laughs) No one to trust. And then a sister who's 10 years younger, who, of course, is going to read things the way that, at the time, like, a 13-year-old is going to and not understand stuff, and then that becomes her truth. Like, one of the things that actually bothered me not the most, but really bothered me that, that Jamie did say was like her comment on Brittany buying their mom a house. So the mom could get away from the alcoholic dad because they were not separating. Like that was, that was the problem. Everyone in the family could recognize that it was not a good relationship and they weren't healthy for one another, but, um, they were not officially separating. And so one of Brittany's efforts to try and help her mom was to get her mom a house. So they would separate. And Jamie at the time was like 14. But what Jamie says in the book and in her interview is that, and I quote, it was a weird thing to do. Like she kept using the word weird. And what I find, I find interesting about Jamie in general is that she uses words like weird, which if you're just reading it off a page, you're like, okay, why would she think that? But then in the interview, she had not like a rebut, not, um, not a contradictory statement. It wasn't quite contra- contradicting, but it was like pretty different than what she wrote in the memoir. So I'm like, girl, which is it? Like, she's like, well, I'm speaking on behalf of my like 14 year old self. Like I thought it was weird at the time. So I'm like, okay, if you thought it was weird at 14, that's totally valid. Cause you don't know what's going on. Right. But for you to write that now as a 30 year old and comment on what your sister did and still call it weird is 
interesting to me because by this point you should have realized what your sister was trying to do. Like it's right. not she was trying weird. to save save the the family from falling apart. And also exactly. by calling something weird, that's that's not an objective statement. That is completely one hundred percent an opinionated thing to say. So like by thinking that's weird and yeah, as an adult thinking it's weird, like clearly you're not you're not really fully understanding why Brittany did that in the first place. Like Brittany used her own money to buy her mom a house to escape an abusive, you know, relationship. Yeah, exactly. So I just, I I found some of the things that she said in general um, a little problematic because it doesn't seem like it, like, penetrated. It doesn't seem like she had um, a lot of the same empathy that strangers even have for Britney. Um, But then she expects this empathy in return from others. But again, Someone who is so, I guess, deeply hurt and affected by their life, like, not really mattering (laughs) to others while growing up, would probably still, it it would take so much, I'm sure, to, like, break those barriers down and, like, try and understand. Because you live this life where you're just kind of pissed off by by everyone because you were dismissed always. And even when you try to tell your story, people are like... That that's not true. Why are you even right. doing that? So it's such a sticky situation. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, I just, I just wish that she had waited until there was some tell-all or something happened with Britney first because I truly believe in my heart that I don't, I don't think Britney would have uh, aired all of their dirty laundry for the world to see um, had this not happened. Right, and you know. I think, like, I'm not fully, I mean, yes, I'm on Britney's side 100%, but I'm not dismissing the things Jamie Lynn is saying as being inaccurate, like, you know, false accusations, all of that, because, and and also Britney's perception of what happened, because do you remember the documentaries that came out, like, months ago about the conservatorship? Faye, mm-hmm. uh, one of Britney's, like, best friends and also her assistant, she there were times and like Faye explained this that like Faye would want to to like see Britney on tour or whatever and then Britney's management would be like no um like Britney doesn't want you there or something like that and then Britney ended up like bumping into her at like a hotel or whatever and Britney was like Faye like where were you like I wanted you so badly and Faye was like your management told me that you didn't and so like I just feel like um Britney's management hides the truth from her in order mm-hmm. to keep her completely in her own bubble. So, like, maybe, and again, this is me, like, giving Jamie Lynn the benefit of the doubt, maybe Jamie Lynn is telling the truth, but the way Britney experienced it and the way that people were hiding the truth from Britney, like, she didn't know that Jamie Lynn was making these attempts to try to save her or reach out. Like, I don't know. I think there is something there. It's definitely very sketchy. Um, but I don't know. I, I do want to give her the benefit benefit of the doubt, and I and, like, I don't really have a hard stance right now. I mean, obviously I'll always choose Brittany just given circumstances, but I want to wait until more information comes out, which I'm sure it will. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. Like at the end of the day, it's neither of them are to blame at all. It is this society. It's this country. It's this obsession with, um, celebrities. It's just putting so much on children way too young. And this is just a story of, uh, one sister who grew up way too fast and felt like 
she was responsible for everything and how to keep everything together. And then a sister who was babied her entire life um, and protected and virtually hidden from a lot of stuff. So the two perceptions honestly couldn't be more opposite. And I think at the end of the day, it doesn't matter that they grew up in the same house for a lot of that because their lives were wildly different. So yeah. and just right, a generation I, gap as well. Like throw oh, yeah. that on top of it. I mean ten years. They couldn't be any more different. It's true. It's true. It's just yeah, it's just sad and you and you hope I'm also going to give her the benefit of the doubt. You hope that it's not a thing where it's like I'm writing a memoir so I could like make money so I could become relevant again, which is a horrible way to think. And I'm not saying I th- I think that Jamie Lynn is doing that, but of course that can be an angle. Like even you know some of the the best people get themselves in situations where they're like I could probably be benefiting off of. This horrible off situation. Of tra- off of tra- tragedy, yeah. Yeah, and, like, um, I had to endure it, so why not just tell my version of it anyway right. and make money off of that? So you, we truly don't know. As Jeff said, this is definitely going to evolve um, a lot more, and we're hoping, of course, that Brittany does a, a segment soon, a tell-all, um, which then we will have another Obsessed episode on it. Yes, and also, <laughs> for anyone listening, if you do feel the urge to say anything negative about, I guess, anyone in the Spears family, just, like, just don't. We, there's no need to spread negativity. They're, they're doing it themselves. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, I was looking at a, um, a TikToker who I also follow on Instagram. She's a lot of followers on Instagram, I think, like, 500,000. She put up a poll in her, one of her stories, and was like, you know, not nice that people are doing this, but it's like, who do you believe, Jamie or Brittany? Right. And I press Brittany. More, I mean, I, I would because, do the same thing. Like, uh, if, there, well, if there was a choice, obviously. If there was a choice, I'm going to pick Britney, but I did it also so I could see the percentage of people that voted Britney versus Jamie, and right. it was 94% Britney. Right. And this is someone who has a lot of followers, so I'm, I'm sure a good chunk of people participated well, in like this. I think, like, a majority of people in general would believe Britney, because, like, Jamie Lynn hasn't brought any of this up throughout her entire life pretty much until now, but then again, there were, you know, legal parameters that were probably preventing her from doing that as well because she was, you know, like she can't speak about, like no one in Britney's life could speak about the conservatorship really. Like I think they're all bound like legally from speaking up. I don't really know. Yeah, I'm... uh we we won't know, so... No, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Don't spread negativity, but it is a really um, uh, interesting, entertaining, but sad story to follow. So I do encourage... Read more if you are interested. So you have all all angles of this story, quote unquote. Even though we'll still never really know the truth. Yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely be back with another um, follow up to the to the to the Britney saga. <laughs> yep. Until then, <laughs> I hope Britney's enjoying herself. <laughs> yes, I know. Me too. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Everyone, we'll we'll see you next time. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Love right. you. Bye. Bye.